Hi, and welcome to the Red Book Handbook Podcast. I'm your host, Cheryl Kramer Kay. The holidays can be a joyful time to gather with loved ones, feast on home-cooked meals, exchange presents, and celebrate. If you live in a Norman Rockwell painting, that is. For most of us, the holidays wouldn't be complete without a dash of drama and a dollop of disaster. Today, we're taking on some of Red Book Reader's holiday horrors with the help of our advice guru, Karen Carbo. Be sure to listen at the end of the podcast to find out how you can submit your own questions to Karen. Our first question comes from a reader in Atlanta who wants to figure out how to spend the holidays with both sides of her family. She asks, My husband and I have been married for 11 years. These are second marriages for both of us, and I accepted that he and I would spend the holidays with his family, meaning his boys and his ex-wife. It was one thing when his boys were smaller, but now they're 25, 23, and 20. Last year, my husband said he'd be willing to do something without his family if I came up with the idea and we went somewhere. But that would make me come off as the bad guy to his family. So I haven't spent the holidays with my 31-year-old daughter and 28-year-old son for 15 years. My kids came to one Thanksgiving with us early in the marriage, and it was an uncomfortable disaster. How can I change the holiday situation? Karen gives this advice. Start with a spirit of inclusiveness. You say that the gang was all together about 10 years ago and the day was a disaster, but that was then. Part of the reason that long ago Thanksgiving was the pits may have been that the kids were teenagers and it was early on in your new marriage. Now everyone's grown up and your marriage has cured a bit and everything is more settled, so it's time for a do-over. Tell your husband you'd like to invite the whole gang to your house for Christmas this year. Be open be flexible, and have a lot of eggnog on hand. If this little experiment in holiday togetherness takes a turn for the worse, consider having your kids over to celebrate a few days before the 25th. There are allegedly 12 days of Christmas after all. How do you handle a family member who's a relentless re-gifter? That's what a reader from Virginia wants to know. She writes, My stepsister is a notorious re-gifter. Once, she even re-gifted a Christmas present of expensive perfume I'd bought for her and gave it to our stepmom for her birthday. For my last birthday, she gave me this awful glass platter that my stepmom told me my stepsister got from a company for hosting one of their product parties, you know, like a Tupperware party. I always select a gift for her that I think she'll like, and it hurts to know that she cares so little for me or my feelings that I get her discarded presents. Is there any way I could talk to her about this that isn't offensive? Karen favors a direct approach. Here's her take. I have a regifter friend. The one time I called her on her habit, she gave me an electric carving knife her mom had given her. She laughed and said, busted. The next time it happens to you, say, whoa, Emily, didn't you receive this platter last year from Aunt Sarah? Your stepsister might just shrug, or perhaps you'll have an awkward moment, but she probably won't be all that offended, and she might change her re-gifting ways. Or she might be offended and still continue to re-gift. One solution could be to put in less effort yourself to give her gifts that are inexpensive and generic, but I'm not sure that would make you feel better. Gifts, by definition, are offered from the heart, no strings attached. Part of the reason we give nice gifts to people is for our own joy. 
Taking the time to find the perfect present for someone we care for is a gift in and of itself. It's already a good time. If you're able to look at it that way, you can see that your stepsis is the one who's missing out. Giving gifts for our own joy? I can't think of advice that better embodies the spirit of the holidays. Thanks for downloading today's podcast. If you have a question that you'd like Karen to answer, you can write to her at Karen Carbo, that's K-A-R-B-O, at redbookmag.com.